what's up universe? This is episode three of <clears throat> It's a Choice podcast. Uh, it is Monday, October 26th, and it's currently 9.51 a.m. Mountain Time. I'm driving uh, right now, if you can't tell, and it's kind of shitty out. Um, just kind of wanting to snow a little bit. And I'm on I-40, heading east uh, through New Mexico, heading back to Kansas City. Back to Kansas City, you might say. What the fuck? You were in Tahoe and Reno and Incline Village and all that beautiful place. What the fuck? Why would you go back to Kansas City? Well, here's the point of this podcast, right? It's all about... This whole fucking podcast is about choices. So... I'm going to have to expand a little bit. I brought you up to my now last week, and there's a lot of shit that happened between now, or I should say then and now. Yeah, a lot of shit. Well, we'll put it this way. And for those of you that are part of, uh, you know, Jim Fortin's TCP program, some of you may already fucking know this, so just kind of bear with me. And for those of you that aren't, this will be new. That's what that's about. So, I'm not going to give away, like, a lot of nitty-gritty detail to provide context because it's not really necessary, but I'm going to give you the bullet points for sure. So, I believe, well, shit, I can't remember if I'm going to be honest, uh, if I told you why I went out to Reno to begin with. And originally, I said it was for me, and then, as time went on, and I became more honest with myself. It was for a woman, right? It was a woman that I met in one of Jim Fortin's TCP programs in March 2020. And so, we'll put it this way. Uh, <laughs> so, Monday, actually a week ago today, I became massively triggered. I haven't had, just to be blunt, I haven't had sex with this woman, but in any relationship, sex is a topic, right? For sure. In any intimate relationship. So, last Monday, I became massively triggered around sex and the context. And this is where I'm not going to get into details. You know, I'm sure it would be somewhat helpful and whatever, but we'll just... We'll just contextualize it that I got triggered around sex, specifically uh, around trust, respect, and expectations. And I've known for a little bit that trust and respect were definitely big trigger points for me, uh, but the expectations, that was new. So here's, the, here's a little bit more context. So some language had changed, like, when this woman was speaking to me a little bit one night, probably about, we'll say, 10 to 12 days ago. And I noticed it, because I pick up on that stuff right away, right? So she had changed kind of how she was talking to me, and I asked her about it, the, ne the like, the next day. I was like, hey, so you were, you changed the language towards me, and I just wanted to check in with you and make sure that I'm interpreting that properly. She confirmed that I was. I was like, right, cool. Uh, which, it was all positive, right? It was good. And 
so then, you know, come next, last, last week, like, you know, a week ago today, last Monday, uh, we're talking, and she tells, she tells me some things, and again, I'm not going to give away details, just because I'm respecting people's privacy, and also, it's just, you know, it's, it'd be a real intimate share, uh, but anyway, just suffice it to say that things that she told me ran completely counter to my expectations based on the language that she had used the week before and the language that I had even verified with her that I was interpreting correctly. And it was such a smack in my face that it was it just brought up, it welled up in me like historical like contexts, right? Things that had happened with previous girlfriends, um, my ex-wife, and things like that. Like, I could feel it, you know? And I was just, I got, I got really fucking mad, because I'm like, this is, this is the same shit over and over again. Why the fuck is this coming to me now? Why, like, I just, I wasn't even necessarily thinking at that at that point. I was just pissed off that it had happened. I'm like, what the fuck, man? So, I was like, I gotta... I gotta leave, I'm gonna leave town, and, like, I'm not coming back, you know, and we ended up talking, you know, I, I, I didn't hang up on this woman, but I was like, I'm, I'm done talking to you now, you know, for sure, and then, like, a couple hours later, after I was driving for a while, we ended up talking, you know, me and this woman talked for hours and hours very easily, and, you know, shit was relatively smoothed out, except for, like, I was still triggered, you know, I was still trying to figure out what the fuck was going on, and I wanted to note, too, that at the very beginning of me being triggered, I knew it was me, I knew it was me, and it had nothing, nothing to do with this woman, but that didn't stop me from being triggered, nor did it stop me from being pissed off, and nor did it stop me from being just a little bit shitty with this woman, and that's, you know, being facetious. I wasn't like a complete raging dick, but I also was not a nice guy, right? I was I was upset, I'm not gonna lie. So, um, anyway, I ended up going to Sedona, Arizona, in the Flagstaff area, and that's just the place I started typing into my GPS, because like as soon as I started getting triggered, I'm like, I gotta get the fuck up on out of here, I was in Carson City at the time, and I just started typing in Sedona. Now this woman, along with like a group of other women, we're gonna be in Sedona the following, like the, the coming Friday, right? So uh, like October, what, 23rd, right? Uh, and that's not why I was gonna go to Sedona. It's not like I was gonna go there to like crash the party or go there because like I knew she would be there to talk to her about it or whatever. It was strictly because I just felt guided. I just, my fingers started typing it into the GPS and I just felt like that's where I needed to go. I spent this entire past week, I arrived in Sedona Monday night from Carson City and I spent Tuesday through Friday working on this fucking trigger. And it was, it was painful painful as fuck, man. I, the way that I told people what it felt like is somebody taking a rolling pin and rolling over a sponge just to get all this shit out of the sponge. 
uh, when I was working on the work, like, I would close my eyes and I would just bawl. Like, it was just gushing emotion. And I wasn't thinking of any one thing or any one person or one event or anything like that. And I wasn't stacking uh, emotion either. Like, what I mean by that is, like, when my dad passed in 2011, I would think about that and it would make me sad. And then I would think about something else that made me sad and then something else that made me sad. So misery loves company, right? So I call that stacking. Uh, so I wasn't stacking this, you know, this past week. I was just feeling emotion, and I didn't know where the fuck it was coming from. I didn't know what the fuck it was about. And so I spent three or four days, like, writing in a journal. I have, like, 18, 19 pages, 8 by 11 of, like, shit that I wrote out. Like, questions I was asking myself, what meaning I was giving things, and all that kind of stuff. And the big aha, I'm not going to get down and get into the fucking minutia of all that fucking stuff but the big aha for me at the end was that I have a lot of attachment to things that I co-create if I create it by myself it's no big deal I don't have an attachment to it but if I co-create it was if I co-create something with somebody that's a big fucking deal meaning a relationship a partnership uh, sex you know that's a co-creation that's a co-creative process um you know, whatever it is that involves me and the other, that's a co-creative process. And I found out, as I dug into it more, that I view the co-creative process like there's an agreement, right? And it's But it's more than agreement. It's a contract. It's law. Um, it's a binding fucking thing between me and the other. That's the way I see it. Like, I treat it very seriously. Like, it carries a lot of weight for me. And so I respect that and I trust that. And because of those, because it's a contract that has terms and conditions, I trust that it's going to be honored. I respect it because it's a fucking contract. And therefore, because it's a contract with, term and, with terms and conditions, I have expectations of certain outcomes, right? Like that's how contracts fucking work. So what I found is that when I went to this woman and I said, hey, am I interpreting this language? Because she had changed the language of our contract, basically, right? We had a relationship. We were using certain language prior to that. One day she changes the language and I'm like, hey, I just want to make sure I'm interpreting this right. Am I, is, am I, am I interpreting it pro uh, properly, this change? And she said, yes, she confirmed that I was interpreting it properly and I was like okay so the language changed in the contract I verified I was interpreting the change properly um, I felt like I was good to go right solid so when Monday came around and her actions ran completely counter and what I mean by completely counter they broke the fucking contract all right they broke the fucking contract in my mind and so I got really fucking pissed at that, like you just broke, you just broke the fucking law. You broke our contract. You disrespected the contract. You broke my trust. You fucked with my expectations of outcomes because this was not an outcome that I fucking expected. Like this is totally fucked. Like it brought up like trust. Like tr I don't want to do business with you. Like I don't want to have a partnership with somebody I can't fucking trust. When you're gonna, when you are gonna instigate language change and I verify with you that I'm interpreting it correctly, and then you run amok and go fuck it up. Like, that's, what the fuck is that? So, I mean, as you can see, you can see where my trigger kind of came in, right? Like, I'm, I can get animated about that. Like, so that's, that's where it was coming from.
so anyway, back to the point, the big aha that I found is that I view co-creation as a contract. I have a trust that's going to be honored, respected, and I have expectations around that. What I came to realize is that even though I had verified with this woman that I was indeed interpreting her language change correctly, I was assigning secondary conditions and secondary meanings to her language that she did not agree to. Other terms and conditions that I was like basically writing into the contract because that's what it meant to me, but I did not verify those secondary meanings with this woman. Had I done so, she would have never agreed to those. She would have never agreed to those. The thing is, is I had zero idea that I was doing it. I had zero fucking idea that I was writing in those additional conditions and terms into the contract. So I was holding somebody accountable for something that they would have never agreed to in the first place. And secondly, didn't even know that the terms and conditions that I had created existed. So I blew up on this woman for something that she had no idea even was even existed in my head, um, nor would she have agreed to it had she known. So that was my big aha, right? That's context for this fucking trip back to Kansas City. So it gets to be, I had my big breakthrough, that big aha on Friday on the 23rd, right? I, I meet this group of women, you know, um, and I hang out with them periodically, like throughout the weekend, like mostly they're hanging out by themselves as I would want them to. Again, I don't, not crashing this party. Like I'm, I'm there for me in Sedona to work on my work on myself. Um, but they're gracious enough to allow me to, you know, hang out with them, uh, from time to time. I know all of these women, you know, so, uh, it's, it was nice to meet them and it was nice to hang out with them. I appreciate that for sure. It was a true blessing and a great experience. So last night, like I'm not staying in the Airbnb with them. I'm staying at a hostel, like that's probably an hour and 15 minutes away from their location in Sedona. And I'm staying in Williams, Arizona. Well, last night, it's the last night, you know, that everybody's in town. Everybody's leaving today, Monday, October 26th. Well, the woman, you know, that I'm in love with, she, uh, this is, and this had been a topic, you know, she, she went out to Sedona to get clarity, right? Cause she's married, you know? Yeah. I was totally going after a married woman for sure. We were, we were, uh, yeah, we hadn't had sex, but you can, you can cheat in a lot of ways, right? Um, there's just no doubt about it. So I'm not going to lie that I was, I was the other guy and her husband was, is aware of me. Um, the whole situation is wildly crazy. Um, in some ways it's just, a, a it's, it's, it's a crazy story in its own right, for sure. Um, anyway, uh, this woman had gone out to Sedona to get clarity around the situation, right? And so I was told last night before I went back to my hostel that she was choosing herself, right? She, now I didn't get clarity on that because it's really rather irrelevant 
what exactly that means. Um, I just know what it means pertaining to me. Um, so we're not gonna be talking anymore. Um, I can't, I can't just be friends with this woman. Like the way that our energy works, um, it's really, it's really hard for me to see like how we could just be friends. I mean, at least without a lot of time uh, to kind of like grow apart, you know. Um, so anyway, I uh, that was the news. That was the news to me, and I was I, I. I always told this woman. I said, "Look, whatever you decide, I will honor." And as long as I feel like, I mean, you know, I don't mean to put conditions on it. I, my thing is, is like I wanted her to come from a place of like her own authority, right? Like I wanted her to be very confident in her choice. And last night, um, I felt like she was. I told her I was proud of her and totally honoring her her choice, you know. Um, that's not to say that it doesn't fucking hurt. It fucking sucks, man. It fucking sucks. Like, it does fucking hurt. Hurts like hell. Um, so I went to the fucking hostel, right? I go to the fucking hostel. No worry, this all comes down to choices, man. This is why I'm going to Kansas City. I go to the fucking hostel, and I'm crying. You know, I'm in this shared fucking room, so I'm being quiet about it. Uh, if, I, <laughs> if I wasn't in a shared room, I'd be, like, bawling, okay? I'm a guy. I don't give a shit. If I cry, I have no problem with that. Everybody's got feelings. Everybody's got stuff they got to process. If you got an ugly cry, fucking ugly cry, you know? I'm not, I'm not going to be shamed otherwise. Yeah, so I'm crying in this bed, right? And... I, you know, I talked to my sons on the way because it takes an hour and 15 minutes to get to the hostel, you know, and I'm like, I'm telling them, I'm like, you know, I feel, I'm fucking scared. Like, I feel scared um, because I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I went out to Reno for this woman and I said it was for myself and I think I, at some level, I knew it was for myself because this big gold that I fucking dug up. Um, that aha, that was a big fucking deal. That's a huge thing that, that this woman gave me through that trigger. Like, I'm extremely grateful to have learned that about myself. That's huge. It's giant. And it's absolutely powerful. Uh, and it, it allows me to look back on previous relationships and forgive things that I was totally holding on to on some level when it was all me, right? So that's a huge gift that this woman gave me. Giant. So I thank you. She's listening. I thank you. So, you know, I'm telling my sons that I'm, I'm fucking scared, though, man. I don't know what I'm doing. Because I don't know what I am doing. I don't know what I'm doing for me. Like, my whole choice for going out to Reno where it was for this woman. And I didn't know what I was doing for me. And so now that this woman isn't an option, right? She's, she's no longer the reason, like... Why am I in Reno? Why would I go back to Reno? I mean, yeah, there's no state income tax in Nevada. That's pretty sweet. But why? You know, I've got my sons back in Kansas City. I have my family back in Kansas City. So I was like, I feel like I'm at this fucking crossroads, right? Now, I know a lot of people would be like, that's a fucking no-brainer choice, dude. Like... If there's nothing for you in Reno and you've got your fucking kids in Kansas City, go back to fucking Kansas City, you dipshit. So, 
I, you know, and I wanted to make sure my sons understood that. Like, I understand that, like, you know, I didn't want to be misinterpreted. My sons know me well enough that, like, when it comes to big choices, I'm going to feel like I'm making the right one. I already fucking divested myself of all of my material goods, most of them, except for whatever's in my car right now. Um, and I was coming out to Reno. So if I go back to Kansas City, is that a sign of failure? Like, did I fail? Like, am I... Do I go back to Reno and just, like, you know, fuck it to that relationship with that woman and just see what else is out there? And I had to just sit there and feel about it, you know? Like, there wasn't this big intuitive, like, nudge. There wasn't this big, you know, how I talk about living an authentic, inspired life where, like, you've got, like, this thing that comes to you, right? Like that doesn't happen to me all the time, right, so I was at this fucking crossroads, right, where I'm like fucking, now I've got to make a big fucking choice, do I go back to Reno and like build myself up from the ground up and in a place like where I'm a stranger in a strange land, that would be a hell of a story, but I wasn't feeling that, you know, like it didn't feel right, didn't feel right, going back to Kansas City felt right, even though I did fucking hate that, I fucking hated that choice, I hated that choice, I still don't like it, and, um, let me tell you why, so the, um, the whole reason I even allowed myself to put my myself and my kids in the position that I did, right, was because I, um, I could see a potential, I could see a potential with this woman, and, like, we could create something massive, right, so I just went all in, I went all fucking in, I went all in, dude, I put it all on the table, and I'm like, yeah, let's do it, like, I will, I will willingly change my life for this potential, like, let's do it, I can see it, and we both could see it, like, that's the thing, is we both talked about it, we both could see it, and now that it's not an option, I'm like, well, (laughs) that fucking potential is not out there anymore, man, you know what I mean, like, why, I can't see a potential in Reno, And trust me, when I was there, like, I would go to the store, and I would, like, you know, really try to feel into, like, yeah, this is my neighborhood, or this is where I live, this is my town, this is my city, this is my grocery store, like, try to really feel it, like, I was there, like, and that was my place to live. And it never did really click, you know? And so I'm laying there in the hostel, fucking crying my eyes out. I'm like, I gotta fucking, I gotta make a choice by the morning, because it's the last night I'm here, and what the fuck am I gonna do, right? So I'm processing all that stuff, and I'm feeling it, just like I told you. And, dude, it started to snow last night, right? And it got cold, and those, I don't know what the fuck, I don't know what temperature these guys set the hostel at, but it got fucking hot. It got roasting hot. And I was just laying there feeling it get hotter and hotter and hotter. And I'm like, dude, I can't sleep like this. And I'm not sleeping anyway because I'm too fucking wound up processing this this shit. 
So I just get up at fucking like one in the morning, you know, I've been laying there for like three hours, and I, um, I get up and I fucking go, man, I'm like, I'm out of here, like, you know, make my bed, put my shit together, you know, and I head out, I leave, and I'm like, you know, um, this woman, she made her choice, she's choosing herself, um, and she did ask me, she's like, where are you gonna go, and I was like, well, I have dinner plans in Reno on Wednesday, she's like, you still gonna do that, and I was like, I don't know, and I pretty much left after that, I didn't really say much after that, and, um, yeah, around, you know, 1, 1.30, you know, I'm getting gas and whatever, it's about 1.30, and I'm like, you know, I message these guys, and I'm, you know, I'm like, hey, life's kind of crazy, right, and I was like, I, um, appreciate you guys wanting to get together, um, because I, on my way out to Reno, like, I had been introduced to two guys that I hadn't met yet, and so we had, that's, those are the dinner plans, and I was like, hey, so, uh, life's crazy, um, I'm heading back to Kansas City, I really appreciate you guys taking the, the time and the, um, you know, the desire to, to get together, but I'm gonna have to kind of bounce out on that. And, um, and yeah, so I, I made the choice there around 1.30 in the morning that I'm going to make my choice, right, my choice to go back to Kansas City. So, like, kind of the thing about, like, why the fuck did I make this a goddamn podcast is because you could look at this and there's like a thousand choices that were made, millions of choices that were made that led me to right here, heading back home to Kansas City, and the thing is, is I have to choose how I feel about it, you know, that's where I'm at right now, in this moment, I have to choose how I feel about it, I called my fucking mom, and I was like, hey, um, can I stay with you tonight, because I don't have a fucking place to live in Kansas City anymore, and she's like, yeah, like, great, I'll be there about 10 o'clock tonight, and I fucking hated that, I mean, I'm so grateful, you know, that I have my mom to, like, turn to, for sure, there's no doubt about it, the thing I fucking hated about it, there are a few things, man, I'm 40 fucking one years old, I don't want to go back and live with my fucking mom, you know, god damn it, um, I don't want to feel like I, I failed, you know, that's for sure, there's definitely a sense of failure around this, that's a fucking choice, and it's a story, and it's an interpretation, so I have to choose, I have to be really careful about how I fucking choose to look at this, so that's what I've been working on, that's what I'm working on on the way home, I've got ten and a half hours to get that shit together, not necessarily, it's just something that I need to work on, there's no time limit on it, but it's just something I'm grossly aware of. And, um, yeah, just, I have to choose not to sit in my shit. I have to choose how I'm going to manage my fucking emotions around this. I have to choose how I'm going to show up now. I have to choose how I'm going to build this fucking new foundation that I've been talking about since goddamn February. I have to choose how I look back upon 2020 and how it got me to right now with the choices that I made. And I have to choose what the fuck I make that mean. These are big fucking choices. Everybody does this. Everybody has these things. If we just take a moment and look back and see 
ourselves and we're fucking honest with ourselves, if we're authentic with ourselves, and yeah, a lot of my fucking choices put me in a position that I wouldn't necessarily call envious or enviable or in the best fucking position that I could have been in. But at the same time, it's my life, and I actually I love my life. My life is perfect. It hurts. My life fucking hurts, but everybody's life fucking hurts, right? Everybody goes through fucking pain. I'm just, right now, having to choose how I'm going to look at right now, how I'm going to look at these circumstances that I created, that I chose, and I have to decide what that's going to mean. What does that mean? How is that going to shape me? What? How is that going to impact the story of my life? Since I am the author of my story, how am I going to choose to pin it? How am I going to frame it? That's all up to me. And I have to remember this whole fucking thing. That's an authentic, inspired life, man. Like it's. It was inspired for me to do that. It was inspired me. It, it, I, was, I was inspired to get involved with this woman. I was inspired to go out to Reno. I had huge fucking healing from doing so. Um, all of that. All of that is gold. It's gold. It's fucking perfect. And so, in spite of the pain, in spite of what looks like a shit situation that I don't fucking like. I don't like how it looks. I don't like telling people that I'm going back to live with my mom and that I'm unemployed and I've been unemployed since the fucking end of April and all of that stuff, dude. I mean, like, I'm a... Yeah, who... that A, a man can fucking run with that and get himself into some shit. I'm sure a woman... There's a speed trap ahead. I'm sure a woman could do the same thing. Nobody likes to fucking have these types of circumstances. I don't believe. They're not what one would probably consider to be fucking ideal. But I chose them, I created them, and now I get to choose how I get to interpret them. So that's where I'm at. That's why I made this podcast. It's because I just needed to talk about where I'm at right now and how it's all related to choices. It's all fucking choice. Anyway... I would do a video on this, you know, so you could see me, but I don't have a little fucking phone holder thing or whatever, and I want to be responsible, so I just got my phone up here on my fucking, like, dashboard here recording an audio, so. Anyway, I appreciate anyone who's listening. Much love to you guys, and until next time. All right, what is the saying again? Let, let's go inspire each other so we can... Wait, let's... Fuck, I forgot my own goddamn in tagline at the end, right? What is it? Fuck. I can't remember, and I'm not I'm not in the mood to try to remember. So there you go. That's pretty fucking authentic. That felt pretty inspired, too. Right? I know, all I remember is that at the end of the day, living an authentic, inspired life is a choice. So there you have it. All right, I love you guys. Bye.